Welcome to the show, sports fans. This is the Treasure Valley PrepCast on IdahoSports.com. Hey, what's up? It's the Treasure Valley PrepCast, IdahoSports.com. Brandon Bainey with Logan Green. Apologies for the uh, unusual audio. I've got this nice microphone next to me. Useless. Because my internet at home is abysmal and so i've got to use my cell phone but this is the dedication we have to get these podcasts on the air rain or shine tech problems whatever it is uh i just realized i'm gonna have to not talk with my hands so much today you can see them so <laughs> i'll have to yeah. you're a little higher up now right or the yeah phone is lower down <laughs> yeah it's a little elevated so brandon maney with logan green logan what's going on how you doing Hey, good, Brandon. Um, you know, just a lot of stuff going on. We had the the battle in Boise last week. Hopefully, you guys were able to tune into at least some of that because um, it was a, it was a super cool event. Um, it was it was great. There there seemed I couldn't see you know the three teams that were below us, but I could see the three teams across the way, and uh, they they you know did a great job at showing up and filling out the stands there, um, especially for that late game. So it was a great event, and I'm excited to see that continue on in the future and maybe grow to a bigger thing. Yeah, we will get to the battle in Boise in just a second. But first, we've got to talk about this developing news that came across yesterday. We're recording this on Wednesday, September 6th. So yesterday, Tuesday, the 5th, uh, essentially you had uh, the IHSAA board get overruled by superintendents around the state. This is a little-known bylaw that is in the IHSAA, well, the bylaws, basically, uh, but it allows state superintendents to cast a statewide vote to overrule uh, a board decision that they don't agree with, Logan. And so this circles back to this whole reclassification talk we've had all spring and all summer it it passed the first reading failed the second reading even though more than 70 percent of schools were in favor and ultimately when they took the vote count yesterday out of 152 schools 100 of them said let's let's do this change over 66 percent and so we will have classification changes we'll have a 6a down to a 1a and the enrollment numbers will change a little bit yeah, and it's kind of interesting, you know, you say 100, right? So there was 100 that voted yes, um, but, you know, it's interesting, and I'm sure we'll talk about it here in a little bit, but the breakdown of that between, um, like, the districts um, and how they voted, um, it, I mean, it doesn't matter. It's it's what, it's what done. It's a done deal. Um, but, yeah, I, you know, 100 out of 153, obviously that's a more than majority in favor. Uh, so it, it'll be interesting to see how it, shakes out next year i mean you know i i just i i get it i get that there's some schools that are going to be upset about it some schools are very happy about it it just when i look at the numbers i don't see a lot of sway either way of how this affects anybody so drastically that everything is ruined i guess that you know from my perspective i, I don't know everything so you know if you're another school out there and you're saying logan this does drastically affect me i'm sorry and I would love to know why, like, seriously, tell, tell me why so that I can understand, because I didn't, I guess I didn't have an opinion either way. We had this discussion on one of our other prep casts over the summer, and I guess I, I can see both points of view with it. Um, and so I'm, I'm curious to know maybe why people voted yes, why people voted no um, on it. But 
the end of the day, it's done. Um, and, you know, there's some schools that move up. There's some schools that move down. Um, but at the end of the day, most people stay put. Um, and I think some of the moves are good, uh, like a Parma moving down. Uh, I think that's that's a good, especially for, you know, if we look at football uh, and really basketball hasn't been there the last couple of years. And maybe maybe they'll be able to field some more competitive teams in Parma. Girls basketball has been phenomenal. Tennis is fine. Um, but maybe some of the other sports um, catch up. And then, you know, you've got some schools moving up like uh, Cole Valley Christian will move up. And then you have some moving down that uh, like Middleton. Um, moving down, who I think has been just fine where they sit right now in 5A. Um, so that'll be an interesting one to see go down, as well as Lewiston, who's also been in the mix for a lot of sports at 5A and now will be 4A. So maybe those are some of the, you know, the 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 angst among people. But, uh, yeah, I mean, most, in my opinion, most of it looks very similar to the way it was. Yeah, I will say uh... – they did a district by district breakdown as well of the vote. And we have all of that information on the homepage at idahosports.com, but district three overwhelmingly voted yes on this Logan um, of 49 schools in the Valley. 40 said, wow. yes, that's 82%. That basically wiped out North Idaho, which was pretty much against it. Yeah. And this is where the, you know, the state of Ada talk is going to continue on, right? It is. It's, I mean, you look at that and it's going to make people mad, Brandon. It's, like, I mean, District 3 and District 4, 40 out of 49, and then 25 out of 31. Uh, District 6 had over 50%, but nobody else was even, I mean, 15% in District 1. They clearly did not want it. Um, and so, you know, there's probably going to be some discussion. Is, is it the, the popular vote, or do we need an electoral college for the districts, right? Do districts get... Um, you know, how many electoral votes for their district and we switch it that way. Um, you know, th this is going to cause another conversation, right? Everything that is done starts another conversation. Um, so I, what's next now? <laughs> I think to get around that, that's why you have a board that represents the entire state. But the board clear the, the board clearly failed their their the schools they're representing here to the point where this bylaw we had never heard of before had to be enacted. So yeah, I don't know, just an interesting situation all around. You're right. The big stories are Middleton moves down a class. Parma moves down a class, which I think is good. Everything else was going to happen anyways. Caldwell and Ridgeview are up. Um, and, and there's some 1As that are trading. You know, the long pin conference is going to look significantly different. Council's going to move up. Um, and you're seeing some of those private schools move down. Centennial Baptist, Gem State, Greenleaf Friends are all going to move down. So the long pin conference is going to get bigger. Yeah, you know, but at the end of the day, I just don't, you know, those teams, again, we're not bashing any team here. It is what it is, right? Those teams historically have not, Greenleaf, great run in girls basketball to make it to state this year. Um, but historically, we don't see those teams qualifying for state a whole lot. Um, so maybe more chances at the lower level. And again, go back and watch our discussion about this this summer, um, where the because there's the discussion about private. Well, you know, we're a small school and, you know, in Garden Valley, how do we compete with a charter school in Boise? Uh, we get it good or bad. We understand like that. We, we've talked about it. We're not going to talk about it here again, but those schools have not been as competitive again, maybe a chance to, to see a little more success there. Yeah. 
So uh, we'll we'll see. We, this isn't taking place until next year, so we have plenty of time to digest it. But this did come across just yesterday, so you know. We had- and I I'll say one more thing, and I said this on our summer prep cast about it. Um, if I'm a Middleton or I'm a Lewiston, I wouldn't I wouldn't want to drop down if if it was me me. You you've been able to compete with the best of the best, and now you want to you want to go down like even as smaller. 5A schools, you've been competitive. Like Middleton's football, Lewiston, they they met in the state tournament last year. Both of them made it to state. You know, baseball, their baseball teams both were at state last year. You know, and and, and that's just you know Lewiston's baseball has been good. Middleton's baseball has been good. Basketball has been good. You know, it just yeah, that's my thought. Is that why would you want to? Um, maybe they don't, maybe they, maybe they wish they could stay up. Can you petition to stay up? I don't know. Um, you can, you can, and that's, that's always been something that you can, you can move up a level if you want to. Um, and I mean, I think the winners here, I think honestly, if I'm Bishop Kelly, I probably am okay having, you know, you, you bring somebody now that is a, nobody wants to be the only dog in the room. They don't. And, you know, bringing a Middleton down maybe makes the 4A SIC a little more competitive, maybe makes that conference up north more competitive. You know, Moscow, you know, has somebody else. Lakeland has somebody else. You know, they're already playing each other as it is, but, you know, where it counts. Right. And so maybe that makes 4A gives somebody a Pocatello and Skyline aren't the only ones in the house anymore. You know, maybe somebody else to to compete with them. So maybe it's good. I don't know. I. That's just my thought. I, I would think I've been up here at the top. I, I kind of want to stay. I don't want, you don't see anybody go to a P five and then go back to a G five, unless you're apparently Oregon or Washington state. But that, that's just my thought. Why would you not want to stay if you're already there? If you're not struck, if you're not like going zero and 30, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. There were rumors that Bishop Kelly was going to maybe pe- petition up because Skyline, Pocatello, Twin Falls, Canyon Ridge, Middleton, all their all their adversaries that they battle uh, were moving up. And so there were rumors, but now I think they stay put now that they're yeah. all staying. Yeah, I think that's totally how that's going to go. Um, all right, let's 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 get to stuff that actually happened in yeah. the arena, on the field. Enough of this political behind-the-scenes junk. Let's talk about the battle in Boise. Logan, you were there for all three games uh, two involving Treasure Valley teams. In fact, three Treasure Valley teams got to play on the turf uh, at Albertson Stadium at Boise State University. First, just as an overall, like describe the event for us. It, it looked like it was a really cool atmosphere. Yeah, it was great. So um, obviously, it was three games on the blue, and so team. One thing I thought was interesting: teams didn't really warm up. Like Oakley and Kendrick was the first game of the day, and they kind of just came out, did the national anthem and started. Um, they warmed up outside. So I, that was one that struck me as interesting. And all games were like that. Um, anyway, so, they, you know, they had these three games on the blue on for, on Friday. And I think it's something that they want to expand um, in the future. And I, from what I can tell, it went great. Now, there might have been hiccups behind the scenes that we didn't know about because we were busy trying to get on the air and do the broadcast. Uh, but it seemed to go well. Uh, Valley View uh, and Emmett and Fruitland were all there. They all brought their band. It was great. Um, you know, uh, the non-Treasure Valley teams showed up well, too. Obviously, the 1A schools, are just there's not as many people, you know, in those towns as there are that attend Valley View High School. 
Um, so obviously the crowd is going to be smaller, but, you know, Oakley brought some fans, Kendrick brought some fans, um, but all the other team, you know, Fruitland and Emmett brought the band Burley and Valley View and, and the Valley View side is what we could see. It seemed to be pretty, you know, two thirds full on that bottom level um, coming to experience it, but great event. Uh, it, it, it went well from everything we can tell. Um, and it was, it was very fun to see some of these kids playing on the blue. Yeah. It's so funny that, uh, the game that was least hyped coming in, this is why sports are so great. Uh, yeah. cause everyone was, everyone was talking about Oakley Kendrick, uh, and everybody was talking about, Oh, Gatlin bear for Burley going to play Valley view. Nobody was, nobody was talking about Emmett and Fruitland and that turned out to be the best game of the three Logan. It did. And the score doesn't end. The, the score is a two score game, but what happened was it was 14, 14 with a minute to go. Um, and you know, they just were trading blow after blow. The, the defense on both sides was very good. Um, you know, they, they, they all played really well. Um, but the defense has really shined. Um, and I think it, you know, you, you look at the quarterback situation. We talked about this last week with, with Emmett, right. They lost their quarterback. And so they've had a wide receiver, uh, Isaac Brennan essentially playing quarterback, and, you know, Brennan threw the ball more this week, and they did actually try to put in Jacks uh, Banuelos in at quarterback some, but then ended up going back to Brennan. Um, but, you know, he actually threw the ball a little more than usual um, and got through the air and and did well there. But, you know, it, it's on him. He, he is going to touch the ball every time, and he did a lot. And then if you're Fru Fruitland had a freshman quarterback, I mean, that's tough. A kid that was in middle school a year ago that has been in high – he's been in high school for like a week. You know, when I was in high school for a week, I'm just trying not to get stuffed in a trash can and figure out where my classes are. And then it's, oh, by the way, why don't you go play at Boise State on the blue in front of everybody on a, you know, on a broadcast game, right? That's, I don't think that that is a, uh, you can't look at that and say, yeah, there was no pressure on that kid at quarterback, but he played well. Um, but what kind of happened there at the end of the game is um, Fruitland turned the ball over. Emmett turned it into a touchdown, and Emmett was just rushing to throw, a, get a play to happen, and at, you know, snapped the ball as time was expiring, and kind of just in a heave, it was intercepted and ran back for a touchdown uh, by Briscoe for Emmett. But it was a great game, great defensive game, and the whole time me and Lucas were on the call, we're going back and forth like, what do you, what do you do here? Because it was, what do you do? And and he, the question was, you got to take it while you got it because you don't know if you're ever going to be in this position again. Um, and Brandon, I saw something that I hadn't seen before. And maybe, maybe, you know, the answer to this. I don't know how much of it you watched. I know you were traveling to do a game, but towards the end of the first half, um, Emmett had the ball, uh, the quarterback had it stripped. Brennan had the ball stripped. The ball was on the ground around the five yard line of Fruitland. So it, or of Emmett, so way back. And as people were diving for the ball, apparently there was a head to head hit as they were diving a Fruitland player hit an Emmett player at like the ball is loose and they ended up giving the ball back to, to Emmett Fruitland recovered the ball and they might have even had the ball before the flag was thrown, but Fruitland had it, but they called this flag as a, you know, the ball was loose and it went back to Emmett. Have, hmm. I, I just don't know the rule. I want, I just am curious what the rule is there. Um, I'm not. I'm not saying it was the wrong call. I'm just curious what is it because it was interesting. I don't know if you watched the Duke Clemson game. A, a, a sort of similar play happened where the Clemson quarterback slid 
right? He slid in the motion of play. So the ball's dead where he slides. And he slid three yards behind the, the line to gain. And then he got targeted. So they called it an after the play penalty, which I hadn't seen either, but it makes sense on paper. Um, but that play was an interesting one. And it really changed everything because if Fruitland gets that ball, they're in position to score and they, they, they lead that game. They potentially win. That. It totally changed it because in a 14 all game, they're trying to score and they turn the ball over. Let's say it's 14 to 17. They take a knee and the game's over. So I, I think Fruitland played very well. And, you know, there's a lot of conversation that goes with that. Then Columbia beat them really bad the week before. Does that say a lot about Columbia being really good? Um, because Emmett is a really good team. And Fruitland hung in there with the whole time with them. So I, a lot of good things, I think, came out of this from Emmett and from Fruitland. Just overall good performance by both schools. Yeah, I do think Columbia is better than people think. I think Emmett's going to be pretty good this year, too. And you really undersold you really undersold that game-winning touchdown that came with less than a minute to go because it was a one-handed grab by yeah. House, House Davis uh, in the end zone. Brandon was, just threw it up. The next thing you know, he's yeah. doing like a – he did like an Odell Beckham. He was like, Ugh! and and made the grab. It was incredible. Yeah, it was a fun play. I mean, just the whole, the whole thing was fun. It was a great game. Uh, great plays all around. Um, good defense. But when it mattered, a, a great play on offense is, ends up winning the game for Emmett. Yeah. And then, and then of course, as you said, as time expired, Fruitland just threw a pass yeah. that was picked off and taken back for a touchdown. 27 yeah. to 14. Final. Yeah. Yeah. It was a great game. Um, both teams have a lot to look forward to this year. Um, and then the other game involving Treasure Valley School, Valley View, um, you know, they lost. <laughs> a lot of teams are going to lose to Burley this year. But I will say, Brandon, I don't think Valley View has a thing to worry about. That is, they're a good football team. And I think they're going to put it together. They just had to happen to play two very good football teams week one and week two. Uh, but the, the rest of their season, I think Valley View's got a lot to look forward to in the 4A SIC. Yeah, we thought with the coaching change there, Lane Coffin, a longtime coach, retires. Briny Robinson comes in from Oregon. But we thought, okay, maybe they'll change from that option-based attack. But it looks, it looks to me like you know, they're doing more of the same old, same old and continuing to excel at it. And it worked. If When Valley View got the edge, they were great. If they could get around it, first play from scrimmage, a 72-yard touchdown run by Austin Belknap, he took that thing. I mean, he outrun everybody and then that was he got injured i'm not sure exactly what happened but he you could tell he was on the bench not happy maybe it was a concussion he was taking tests on the side could was trying to watch him over there like he wanted to get back in and and, and honestly if he could have played the whole game it might have been different you know burley probably still wins that game but valley view played well they put up 30 points like they they can score that off that triple option works uh their quarterback uh Isaac Moore, he holds on to the ball for a long time on that option, and he'll pitch it late, and he will have that defense commit to him, and then he will pitch it back, and he pitches it at the right time after, you know, three or four defenders bite, and then that, you know, the back, he has lots of room to run. So I think Valley View is going to be just fine. I think they're going to be in good shape come conference time, and they're going to win some games this year. Yeah, definitely. Um, you can catch Emmett uh, in action again this Friday, Logan. They are going to the Kibbe Dome in Moscow for a non-conference uh, neutral site showdown with Class 5A Lake City from Coeur d'Alene. That's a game we'll have for you on IdahoSports.com. 7 p.m. Pacific time kickoff. So that is 8 p.m. over in the mountain time zone. 
Um, and you are also going to get to see Fruitland again this week, Logan. Uh, Fruitland will travel to Kimberly in what should be a really fun oh, yeah. three-day battle for, for Magic Valley game night as well. Lauren Jensen will have the call for that game on IdahoSports.com. So two really good matchups with Treasure Valley teams, and it's Fruitland and Emmett second week in a row on IdahoSports.com. Yeah, and, and you know, Fruitland, I'm, I'm curious to see them play a 3A school, right? They've been having to go up against these 4A schools back-to-back weeks, two good 4A schools, and now they're ready to go. Maybe their freshman quarterback has settled into it. Uh, Vidlack, I mean, like I'm saying, he looked good. I thought he looked fine. For He's a freshman. <laughs> you're not going to come out, and you're not going to be a phenomenal superstar on day one without any jitters, right? Um, so I'm, I'm curious to see how he does against Kimberly. And how about Emmett? They get to play back-to-back weeks on college football stadiums here in Idaho. Like, uh, nobody else has done that, and they go back-to-back weeks doing that. If they can play in Holt this year, sometime they'll they'll hit the trifecta. Has anybody had that in a year? I, I doubt it. I don't think so, and I think Emmett's planning on, hey, let's get a playoff game in Holt Arena. Let's do it. Yeah, <laughs> that, why not? I could easily want it. <laughs> a lot of <laughs> good sure. East Idaho teams, so it's bound to happen. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, that That's funny. Yeah, I'll have to ask. Hey, I was going to ask you too, uh, since you're close personal friends with Jordan Gross, the Fruitland coach and former <laughs> Carolina Panthers O-lineman. You're a big Panthers fan, of course. I, I uh, maybe, maybe you know this. So the quarterback for Fruitland freshman Titus Vidlack, uh, Boise State had a quarterback uh, named Vidlack, who's now he dropped down to the Montana Grizzlies and he's the starting QB for the Grizz. Are they related? I don't know. Where's he? I don't know. He, there, he now now the the Vidlack that's playing for the Grizz is from Oregon originally, but okay. hmm. I was just curious because you don't see a lot which, of Vidlacks. Which Grizz, Brandon? The 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 Montana Montana because <laughs> <laughs> Fruitland's the Grizz too. They're the, right. You know, that's true. Uh, yeah, no, that's a good question. That's not an extremely common last name, so you got to think maybe there's potentially some because fruitland's right on the border so yeah maybe maybe hmm. okay any fruitland fans out there that can answer that yeah. question um yeah. i would be i'd be curious to know the grid the grizz the qb his name is um max vidlack and he was at boise state originally but hmm. anyways um okay before we get out of here i wanted to highlight just a couple of volleyball notes that i saw uh, there was a lot of volleyball action Tuesday night. That was uh, last night, uh, including a really fun five-set thriller uh, in, in the 5 ASIC. I, I kind of went back and watched the film on it. Meridian beat Nampa in five sets, three to two, and it was like 18 to 16 in that fifth set, but Meridian got the home win, so they're three and two. Um, Eagle is still the number one team in the volleyball coaches poll. We just had a new poll come out uh, just a an hour ago or so. So coaches are pretty high on Eagle as well. And of course, Horseshoe Bend, 3-0. They just beat Cold Valley Christian last night, 3-2. to two. That's a 1A D2 beating a 2A. It was Cold Valley's first loss of the year. Cold Valley is number one in the 2A poll. Yeah, that's incredible, right? And, and but I mean, you know, I, they didn't lose hardly any sets last year. Um, Horseshoe Bend, you know, they just rolled through. So, hey, Cold Valley Christian got two on them. So that's you know, that's a good sign there because it was Skyview. Did they even I think they lost one to an Idaho school and it was at state or something like that. Just there are some very dominant volleyball teams here in the state. So Horseshoe Bend just rolling again, like you said. Um, and that might just be the most 
impressive team, regardless of sport, regardless of classification, there is right now, right? Is those horseshoe bin volleyball players, just what they what they did last year and who they beat last year, and then now beating Colvett. Like they just a very, very impressive uh, program they've got right now. Yeah, they're they're a really fun team to watch uh, for sure. Uh, Fruitland is number one in the 3A coaches poll as well. And Horseshoe Bend is number two uh, behind Mackey. I'm sure that will change uh, next week. Yeah. Um, and and I also wanted to mention Skyview. You mentioned uh, they didn't lose. I think they lost maybe twice all of last year. They, they've already lost three times this year. They're four and three, but the three losses have come to Utah schools. So they're still number one in the 4A poll and for good reason. Yeah, and did I don't know if they even lost to a an Idaho school last year because they they played on a they played a game on ESPN last year yeah. like they you know they're just incredible program um, so they're always going to be in the mix but look out Treasure Valley almost with a clean sweep right of of top teams I mean you have the poll right of course you've been not number one but w- they should be um, and then Coal Valley Fruitland Skyview it's just we're, we're loaded over here. A lot of good volleyball for sure. And we'll check in on more action as it happens, but uh, yeah, that'll do it for this uh, on the fly. Not quite the usual setup edition of the treasure Valley prep cast. Thanks for uh, being patient through all of our tech problems. And when I say our tech problems, I mean my tech problems. <laughs> and you know, this weekend, if you're a cross country fan and you've got some, <laughs> some runners, um, I'm not sure how many are coming over from the Treasure Valley. I think Rocky Mountain usually comes, but we'll be broadcasting the Tiger Grizz Invitational. Um, so you can always check that out. I mean, sure, you already know. I think that the um, the organizer, Gray Augustus, has already sent out that notification that we'll be there. But if somehow you didn't know about it, we will be there broadcasting that race. Should be a should be a fun event on Friday. Yes, uh, Rocky Mountain will be returning from the Treasure Valley. I'm trying to see if there's anybody else. Timberline is going to be there, the Timberline Wolves. Um, And Nampa Christian will be over there competing as well. So, yeah, we're going to have a couple Treasure Valley teams that you can tune in and catch. Yeah, should be fun. And then always, obviously, just check the website for – where we'll be, but if you're a Fruitland or Emmett, you get lucky and you get uh, back-to-back weeks, um, or or unlucky depending on if, if you don't want to listen to us. But but uh, yeah, should be a great week of of sports all around the state this weekend. Yeah, you'd be crazy to not want to set your game. <laughs> you, no, 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 you would be. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. Uh, thanks for tuning into the Treasure Valley Prepcast, everybody. Tiger Grace Cross Country starts Friday. Coverage will be just before noon mountain time. Centennial will be there as well. Uh, so it looks like four teams from the Treasure Valley going over. And a couple of good football games on tap as well. Uh, big thanks to you, Logan, and to everybody for tuning in. And we will see you next time on the Treasure Valley PrepCast on IdahoSports.com. <laughs>